Welcome back to the Double Bogey Show. Episode, no fucking clue. I think I've 154. 154. This is a podcast where we talk about golf. We talk about golf in a fun, lighthearted manner. We talk about golf in a uh, not a not serious by any means. True. There are times we get serious, but there are also times where we get very um, open, transparent, vulnerable (laughs) quite often. Mm -hmm. uh if if i may say we like to talk about our feelings a lot yeah we Mm -hmm. do there hasn't been one time where we have sat down in these chairs and opened up the usga rule book or any sort of rule book for that matter we did actually one time no physically had the entire fucking book and 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 read it from front to back and then had a multiple choice test afterwards. We've never done that, have no, we? No. I know what he's about to read. <laughs> oh, God. But I don't know if you guys saw the video that we posted this last week. Um, <laughs> let me start out by saying absolute banger of a video. Do you guys know what video I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, I know exactly. The Pine, to palm, the the pine to palm Shipping Saga. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When did you post that last Thursday, Jake? Sure. Yep. Um, God, it, it had to have been Thursday night. I was in my garage. I was unloading my truck. And for some reason, I clicked into Instagram while I was unloading my truck. It was dark out. There was nobody in sight. It was completely quiet out. And I found myself sitting on my tailgate for like the next probably five to 10 minutes straight. (laughs) Just reading reading comments. Because I don't typically read comments. And the, the shitty comments don't get to me anymore like they used to. And you could say, well, Ryan, you're getting really fired up. I'm just trying to clear the air here. When <laughs> the when, original instance of this is way back in the day. Worst I, comment of all time. Worst comment of all time. Ryan got one on YouTube that just says oh, yeah. Ryan equals lame. Yeah. <laughs> or I feel like I've become unlame since that, that was years ago. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, Ryan's motivational moments when that dude told you he wanted to wrap his truck around it. <laughs> Light bulb. Yeah. yeah. See, not everyone, not everyone gets it. Yeah. Not everyone can understand. That's, we get it though, Ryan. We um, get you. One comment that really okay. So the biggest part of this video, like the biggest uh, uproar people had, was how in the fuck do you not know that that stroke counts? Well, explain. Oh this. my God, the fact that you d- you're playing in a tournament and you didn't know that that stroke counts is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So what happened is it's a uh, Ryan has a little bit of a downhill lie away from him. His ball is stuck in, in a, a divot. divot, and it's just a little chip, like a a three yard chip onto the green. It's going to roll away from him. So Ryan's trying to soft this thing. He hits above the ball, and the club quite the the club face bounces over top of the ball so it does not strike the ball in any way it goes completely over it all air and ryan looks up and he asks uh, his playing partner does that count and the people spazzed people went off the hit they went off the hinges um what uh what's this fucking loser's name michael what michael what michael doesn't ever say he comments he goes you're on a podcast about golf and have to ask does that count <laughs> yeah michael because apparently you've never golfed in a tournament before it's not like you have the rule book memorized in the back of your head after every single shot that has never happened to me before mm-hmm. now when zach johnson gets up to the tee box and he's taking his practice swings and he hits a ball he accidentally hits it with the toe of his club that mm-hmm. doesn't count as a stroke. Correct. But what I did here counts. Yeah. yeah. And I lived up to it. I said, hey, does this count? Because I obviously, I want clarification. I don't just want to assume, right? If it doesn't count, I'm not going to fucking take the stroke. Yeah. To me, you asking that question, I thought you knew it counted. Uh, I thought that you asking that question was more of a, oh, did you guys see that? You thought it was yeah. a bit. No, I just genuinely thought like, like you, I was, you had to say something to make sure that someone saw it. Because if no one saw sure. it, then I'd have been like, hmm, that was a quick little practice swing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but following this, uh, someone also replied to that uh, this comment. It shocks me how many rules they get wrong on the podcast. And we do get stuff wrong a lot. Yeah. But, but also, again, we don't play tournament golf or high school golf. We didn't care about the rules. And most of the time we'll say something. And I have 
openly admitted this many mm-hmm. times that I will make rules up to make people feel better. Like yeah. we'll be playing oh, big time. Like big we'll time. be playing like with like my buddy Ben and Ben, you know this and don't take offense to it. You're atrocious at golf <laughs> and I want him to get into it. So I'll make shit up. Be like, yeah, dude, you don't have to play it from there because of this rule. And I make a rule up and then yeah. he's like, oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. That could lead to a and dangerous he, game. Yeah. But like he's never going to be playing and, in the yeah. Pine to Palm. It he, doesn't fucking matter. And he's never going to be playing serious He's never going to be playing serious golf mm-hmm. on the weekend with with buddies, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be when we, you and I go out, we have the, some of the best rounds because we probably take it as least seriously as possible. Yeah, and then and then we still want to play good. Like there's like Correct. a level of it of we're not taking it seriously. It doesn't fucking matter if we get a twelve on a hole, but we also we still want to be getting birdies. Yeah, and we get pumped mm-hmm. when we do. Yeah, and we're not. You got. What people don't understand is we're not cheating every shot. And when I say cheating, it's more so just like making the game more fun. Mm-hmm. Hey, if I'm out, if I'm going to pay 80 bucks for a round, why do I want to keep hitting out of the trees? Or why do I want to keep hitting behind trees? Yeah, the whole, these guys that are commenting, you've never dropped with someone. You've never actually, you've never had, you didn't drop the ball exactly where it went in the water. Right. You know, those are exactly. all fucking breaking the rules too. Yeah. Um. I, I have to add this one too. Uh, Matt, the name of the podcast or the name of the page is oh, breaking the rules. It's literally called Breakfast Ball. That is not legal. What do they fucking expect? It's not legal. But that's why we that's why we do this. It's because if we were playing if we were playing a normal ass round, I never would have made that count for you ever. Not once. Not even a little. Well, and it's like if we were um, a, a normal golf podcast, we'd be talking like Tyler. So when it comes to the Ryder Cup, like w- w- you know, how big a gimmies are they actually going to be giving each other uh, when it comes to match play? Blah blah blah. Well, Ryan, it all depends on the putty stroke that day. I've been paying real close attention to Ricky Fowler's wrists, and his <laughs> wrist movement is a little bit too loose for me, so I wouldn't be giving him anything more than six point eight inch gimmies. <laughs> That's that's what these these a lot of these golf podcasts consist of. Oh yeah. Who the fuck wants to listen to that? Yeah. There are people mm-hmm. out there who do. There uh, are there are some data nerds out there and yeah. sure, we'll go we'll get into the data every once in a while. We talk about uh we talk about smash we've talked about smash factor one time. Mostly because that's it a crazy amount of time. Sick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there's another comment, and this is the one that kind of started it all for me. Um, uh, what's this? Matt uh, McElligott. Okay. Matt, um, in case someone sends this to you and you are now listening, uh, he goes, How are you playing an attorney if you don't know that's clearly a stroke, even if you miss it? And then. What if it was just an uh, innocent question? Like how, uh, how are you playing in a tournament? Yeah. If you can don't I know play that in that role. tournament? Yeah. I'll also shout out uh Paja Romes. Had your boys back. Um this whole th- this whole like this this thread from <sighs> Matt um ended with like you two should play a match against each other. Like, okay, that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if he wants if he wants to like meet me at a course I'm already playing at, fine, we'll do it. Um He'll cheat though. But so Matt is like he, this guy. I mean, this guy should be scratch golfer, right? Because he knows every single rule. No. Yeah. Uh, you know what the beauty about 18 birdies is? Oh, what's his handicap? <laughs> pull it up. Yeah. Pull up his handicap. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. Holy shit. I mean, the beauty, and if you're not if you're not friends with me on 18 birdies yet, you got it. We got to We got to connect on there. Are you guys, are you friends with this dude on 18 birdies? No. No. Absolutely not. Um, Matt's an eight point two. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. I'm a nine and a half, so yeah. it's not like you're not way better than I am. I'll get one stroke if if we go if we play stroke play. I get one stroke. Okay. Yeah, that one stroke would have been you missing the ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then we would have tied. Yeah. Um, but I will say September September third. Uh, Matt, you shot eighty eight, bud. <laughs> um. September 2nd, the day before. Jeez, things apparently didn't change from day to day for you, Matt. You shot 86. Okay, sweet. Uh, you hit 
greens and regulation. Not great. Probably numbers I would hit. Uh, but wait, Matt, you know all the rules. You know all of the rules, dude. So I should bend the knee to you. No. I'd be Absolutely. pretty happy with the 88 and 86. <laughs> but 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 you you wouldn't be happy though if you were if you were spitting the rule book um at fucking social events and trying to impress people with the rules of golf. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, if you didn't think I was gonna find 18, but you get you're you're just wrong because I'm I I my goal I 18 birdies, you know, is my shit. I'm going to look you up on 18 birdies. And if you're shooting high 80s, mid 80s, and you're trying to like, and you're trying to get the upper hand on me, who's doing the same, like, what are you doing? If you're shooting 69, 70, 71 consistently, I'll probably listen to you because that's who you would get golf lessons from. That's who you would get golf advice from. You wouldn't get advice from Matt, who's shooting in the high 80s. So Tyler... This is the type of guy we talk about all the time. He's given unsolicited advice. He's literally pulling out the rule book on shit like this, playing with his buddies. So all I, I, I just, I commented back and I said, Matt, you're going to be okay, bud. <laughs> because I know that after he watched that video, he was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't know if I can, I can't keep scrolling. I cannot keep scrolling. I have to say something. <laughs> I know that that's rules. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan. Chill, dude. Two, Matt, you're two, okay, bud. To play devil's advocate, you did quite literally in the video ask if it counted, and he just answered. He did add a little unnecessary sass to that answer, mm -hmm. but he did answer the question. <laughs> Who answered the question? Matt. <laughs> he said, how do you not know that it does count? Because I'm not reading the rule book from front to back. <laughs> but yeah. you, you asked. The answer was also. Does that video. count? It was. It was yeah. in the video. Yes. Yeah. We did find out. Also, that video was shot like a month ago. We are all aware of that rule now. Mm -hmm. Um, I asked the guys I'm playing with. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying there was a question asked and it was answered. I'm there was. I'm just <laughs> playing devil. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're exactly right. <laughs> This has been um, this has been Ryan's petty corner, and I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. I think we should make yeah. this like a monthly segment. What's what's pissing Ryan off? No, it's and it's like <laughs> we start roasting in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> it's like next? yeah, you know what you're doing right now. You're just inviting. No, I, I everyone know, I, I, to I, chirp I in I the am. comments. I know I am, but um, I but I also have fun in the comments. That's the thing. So. If I get to it early, I mean, if it's like two days late, I'm not going to say anything because it's like, oh, well, that wouldn't take you two days to think of. If I get to it right away, I'll, I will say something. Yeah. Because um, I thoroughly, I do enjoy getting in the mud. Um, but I know, I know the people listening right now, they know what we're all about. Just, yeah. It's just when a video gets a million views that it's like, then you get, you know, half a million people who are like, they they don't know what they don't know what we're all about. It gets outside the the DBS family. Correct. Um, how about what what if this? What if you are saying you'll be okay, bud? Is exactly what he needed to hear. Now he's doing good. That's why I said it. It's I'm because, sure it came from a good place, right? Uh -huh. well, no, I'm sure you yeah. meant it like you'll be okay. But someone who takes the, the time bud. to stop, someone, yeah. someone who takes the time to stop and comment on a video like that, which is fine. I I love the comments. Pushes the video more. <laughs> Um, but I feel like, um, golf is starting to become like golf in 2020, 2021 during COVID was like, that was peak golf. Right. There was like, so golf has been going in, in ebbs and flows right now. So like COVID, everyone was getting into it and it got a, an honest, in my opinion, it got too degenerate for a little bit there. There were several golf pages yeah. there were people hitting each other with carts, throwing the fucking mm -hmm. flags like spears, wrecking greens and shit. And it got a little too degenerate. Yep. And I think that sweet spot of golf where it was casual, it was fun, but it was still competitive and people respected the course was like 2021 to tw yeah. midway through mm -hmm. 2022. And now it's on its upswing again, back to being snobby because all the yes. all the degenerates have moved out. The casuals like us are in an in between period here, and some of them are are swaying towards the snotty side because they've yes. been playing it long enough. And it, it's weird to see golf evolve in just the what three and a half years we've been. It's crazy. We've been doing the podcast. Yeah. 
No, you. I think you you said exactly what I was going to say. You nailed it on the head. Um, I feel like for a lot of people, it's it's obviously a way for us to stay competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and in competition, you obviously want to beat people, right? But mm-hmm. in casual golf, you're really not playing against anybody. So when it comes like any anything that you can do as a casual golfer who is competitive and likes to shoot good scores. Anything that you can do to get the upper hand on another golfer of the same cut from the same cloth, if you will, um, you will do that to make you to make yourself look better, to make yourself look smarter in the game of golf. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it, again, like exactly like you said, it's it went from uh, snobby to degen back trending towards snotty again yeah yeah and that that period between degenerate behavior and the snobbiness we are trending towards right now was the sweet spot and we'll get back there i firmly believe it no i, I feel I would like agree. i feel like professional golf is now becoming more more fun and yep. less mm-hmm. less Guys uh, wearing, they're wearing shorts it's, it's less of this yeah uh, and yeah. becoming more of a god those guys are having fun doing playing this sport and not just yeah tweaking balls but uh, i will admit though i did not i did not know the rule i did not know that that was a stroke mm-hmm. because to me it doesn't make sense that if zach johnson can nick a ball off the toe from a practice swing and that doesn't count yep then how does this how does me not touching the ball at all how does that count mm-hmm. also during the pine to palm episode tyler remember that dude who in your group who spazzed over the tree root being underneath his foot uh-huh. he relief? was wrong he was, yeah, it's, you can take free relief right. from that. Yeah, yeah, so go fuck yourself, Keith? Keith, Ken. Yeah. Ken. Ken. Ken, you old bastard. Jesus. <laughs> um, we're wrong about the rules all the time because half the time we're just making them up. Because well, half the also, time we're just trying to have a good fucking mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah I'm well, never hitting a ball off a root. I'll break both my ankles, dude. There's rules a rules or not. I'm moving that bitch. There's a reason why in every like, uh, like we are beer league golfers, right? Quote unquote That's beer league golfers. That's a perfect description. Yeah, great, right. I mean, we, to... I quite literally am in a beer league, so yeah. Yeah, like if you think about every other beer league sport out there, they modify the rules just to make it fun. Like mm-hmm. beer league basketball, mm-hmm. they're going to shorten the quarters down. There, you know, like there's a whole bunch of things that are changed for beer league basketball yeah. to make it more fun. Beer league softball, you start off with a one and one count. No one wants mm-hmm. to be up at the plate for that long, and if you foul out on two strikes, you're out. Yep. Keep the plate appearances short, whatever. You're just out there to have fun. It's the same fucking thing with golf. Yeah, if you hit too many home runs in some beer leagues, softball leagues, a home run becomes an out. Yep. yep. Yeah, yep. exactly. Just keep the game moving. Just out there to have fun. That's exactly what we're doing with the game of golf. That's exactly, it's the exact same thing that we are doing with golf that they're doing to softball, that they're doing to basketball, that they're doing to fucking beer league flag football, right? Intelligent take, Jacob. But no, how dare you Thank take you, two off the tee, even though you didn't hit zero you hit zero range balls before you got here how dare you take two shots off of the first tee you know i've been really intrigued with scotty scheffler's testicular torsion in his backswing (laughs) the downswing (laughs) inside (laughs) (laughs) um anyways i wanted to well there's actually one more thing i want to address um the other comments, uh, a lot of good comments too. A lot, a lot of like, dude, golf is the fucking worst. <laughs> and then some people just literally commented golf, period, because that sums up the entire game. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. If people watched the video long enough, they would have saw that I chipped in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they all tweaked out after you yeah, misinterpreted yeah. the rules. They didn't get to go to the yeah. end. They, they, okay. So the video was like, it was captioned, golf is hard. Uh, right? Sure. That's golf, the worst. Golf, golf is the worst. Golf is yeah. the worst. Um, and maybe they interpreted it as like, hey, uh, not knowing the rules is the worst. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But we'll go with that. We'll give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, now you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> well, now that I got out, now, now that I, but now that I can see things from their their perspective, um, Matt probably just doesn't have a good playing. He did, probably just doesn't have anyone fun to play with, which is why he's not fun. Yeah. So I would actually just like for him to come play with us and we can drink some beers on the course and we can take two off the tee. And Matt can shoot his personal best because we maybe shaved a couple strokes off. 
That's mm-hmm. true. Get a few gimmies. The other uh, like argument type deal in the comment section was, um, well, of course. I mean, the guys hit PXGs. Uh, well, of course. It, I mean, it had. Look at the guy. PXGs. It makes sense. Um, let me remind you. It's not the club's fault. It's my fault. The deceleration that everyone is up in arms about. That's my fault. Yeah, lots of... It's, not, it's not the wedge's fault. It's not the iron's fault. It's not the driver's fault. Um, and what that brought me to think of is like, golf club snobs are a lot like pickup snobs. It's like when you have your brand, you cannot see anything good in any other brand. Yeah. Yeah, what you should just respond to those is, I fucking qualified, bitch. I did. Yeah, true. One whole playoff. Uh, with the PXGs. I qualified, motherfucker. And I also won the consolation bracket. Why? That That is true. I won the consolation bracket of Flight mm-hmm. 14. You can look it up on Golf Genius. I, my name is there. Um, you have I have a, a set of glasses. I do. Say you won it. <laughs> I do. Maybe I'll get those melted down, uh, made into like a glass, uh, glass trophy. Uh, you should, uh, what the fuck is the, I think you should get them made into a glass case for all the emotions in the comments. Yeah. Or I could make. Electric Tyler. Thank you. Electric idea. (laughs) The fuck? That's such a good idea. I think that went over a few heads. Glass case of emotions, Tyler. Oh. That we could hit a stinger at it. Yep. Shatter that (laughs) shit. We don't know how to hit stingers, you guys. We, we suck. I hit stingers all the time. It's just (laughs) never on purpose. Um, so that's all I have to say, um, about the video. And the only reason I think this is probably the first time I've publicly addressed a video like this. You probably, in this manner, yes. And the yeah. reason I'm doing it is, uh, yeah. We at one time I did spaz at Rick Shields because of a video. Yeah, that's that. I mean, speaking of Rick, we yeah. we single handedly came up with the one of the best ideas in the world of golf, mm-hmm. and now everyone's doing it. So it's it's even better. What well, that, that's for. A, yeah, dude. There we go. We're yeah. the first golf podcast ever. Yeah, dude. Book it. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Um, so I'm 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 done addressing the video. Um, but it really got me thinking, why are we resorting back to snobby golf? Why like yes, I understand it's a tournament. Um, I'm playing in the tournament because I want to play in the tournament. And anybody, there's a guy who shot like 120 who played in the tournament. Not uh, me. Not Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't and that, Tyler. Oh, that's okay. That was two years ago. This year, the worst the worst score was 105. Yeah. Realistically, but, Ryan, the, 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 what I see in the game of golf right now is that there's a lot of people who are, who are frustrated and fed up with how their local courses are run and all that stuff and the way that things are going in, in their neck of the woods. And they're taking it out on uh, places elsewhere. Like, you know, people have gripes with, pace of play and all that stuff and it's not because there's bad golfers on the course it's because their fucking course is now doing short tee times and they're allowing people to do eight sums and shit like that and people are just misplacing their their anger for the game of golf by putting it on you know people who make content around it rather than the people who are actually running their courses what's this fucking joker's name matt michael yep matt i guarantee you matt's one of the pace of play nazis Oh, big time. And you know why? Yeah. I mean, I bet you he's just as bad at pace of play as anybody out there because he sits there and he fucking reads the rules after every shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you know what? He, he'll probably he'll probably pull a fucking stunt. Uh, like, let's say let's say he he moves his ball out from a tree and then he claims that there was a root there, but there isn't a root there. He's the type of guy to do that. He's the type of guy to pull the rule book out to cheat mm-hmm. to cheat yeah and explain a rule that's not even in the book because he knows that other people don't know the rules i mean i do that same thing except it's to help you exactly. that's true I, I will tweak a rule so you have feel better about your game and you want to golf again yeah the reason i brought this up is because golf is fun golf should be fun if you need to bend the rules a little bit go ahead and do it because we're not going to judge you I would hope the people you're playing with aren't going to judge you. And at the end of the day, you literally just want to get into your truck after 18 holes, drive home and be like, today was a fun day. Yeah. Instead I did. of like, son of a bitch, God, why wasn't that? My driver just couldn't hit a fair <laughs> with it. Who cares? Did you have fun? Did you have a couple cocktails? 
did you, was there a chance to get out and go golfing with your buddies? Uh, let me put this into perspective. Let's say you're the type of guy who only gets out five times, five times a year, and you're 40 years old, okay? You probably golf until you're 80, right? If you're lucky. If you're lucky, mm-hmm. you'll golf until you're 80, and you'll still be golfing five times a year. Yep. Uh, so you have, you have 40 years left. Times five, five, time, five times a year. That's 200 times left that you have to go out and golf. So when you go out and you finish 18 and you leave 199 and you get out, you go golf, you finish up, you get your truck 198 clock sticking. So if you ain't going to have fun with it now, you might as well just stop quit because eventually keep listening to the podcast when we're 70, mm-hmm. we're 80. We're going to look back and be like, Son of a bitch. Grandpa, Grandpa Dave, there's a lot more in life you can lose than a game of golf. That's very true. There's a direct quote. quote that shit. Put it on a t-shirt. You're not Don't, gonna, though. That's ours. TM. Yeah. TM. You're not going to look back on September 12th, 2023, when you're 70 years old and be like, God, I remember that day. I couldn't hit the fairway. <laughs> yeah. You remember what? the remember the time Ryan chipped in after duffing it twice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll remember that for sure. Remember Especially because it's on the internet and Matt commented and it's burned <laughs> in your memory forever. Remember the time that we went out to Mapleton and we both shot our personal best? Yes. It was an absolute blast. Everyone almost shot their personal best and we had a record-breaking three-point poker round. You remember uh, You remember that time when... Um, you remember the first breakfast ball video we ever filmed at Village Green? I do remember that. And I, you guys all made fun of me the whole time on the way there. And the very first hole, par five, I was on the green in two. And you all shut the fuck up, and then I five putted. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> so I still double bogeyed wild. after yeah. with an eagle putt. Um, yeah, it's it's the memories that you guys are gonna remember. So just take that into perspective. The rounds are dwindling. You st- you get married, you start having kids. Um, it gets less. It gets a lot less. And we are very good um, examples of that. So. That's all I got to say. Um, we'll move on. Make sure you're having fun with the game of golf. If you're not, you might as well just stop now. Yeah. <laughs> or just change your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of snobby golf, let's talk about the tournament. We never talk about provide. We haven't talked about professional golf since the Open. Yeah, probably. And we barely mm-hmm. talked about the Open. What tournament? The Ryder Cup? The, the, yeah. Our favorite tournament of the entire, every two years. So that's this, are you sure that's this weekend? It's next weekend. It's next weekend. That's okay, that's what I was going to say. The last weekend in yes. September. My bad. I thought they were in Europe already. They it are in Europe be, already. Yeah. Hmm. They're getting their sleep schedules down. Ah. Um, They're probably drinking some Guinnesses. Yep. Yeah, and Guinnesses tea. only tea there. Some but no, they don't. I mean, Guinnesses and that's an Ireland thing. They're in they're in Rome right they're now. I guess I don't know what they beer. what are they drinking Rome? Yeah, me wine. wine. Yeah, <laughs> is there a proper wine that pairs with pizza? That's what I was thinking. I don't know. Probably red. Yeah, I got the red pepperonis. Yeah, red mm-hmm. meat. <laughs> I don't know shit about wine. I know I that either. I have certain wines I like and certain wines I don't. I couldn't tell you what to drink with or eat with it. Um, great segue into uh, like some pre-rider talk, right? Rider Cup talk. Uh, we were at the PGA Tour Canada Pro Am. We golfed with Derek Kitchener, had him on the podcast last week or two weeks ago. Two, two weeks. Two ago. weeks ago. Um, Hitch was T one this last weekend. In the last turn is the last tournament. Of the yeah, season? It's the, it was the Fortinet Cup Championship. So like the final championship of. PGA Canada. PGA you win Canada. that bitch, mm-hmm. you are in the corn ferry and you're sitting pretty. Derek Kitchener, T1 going to the last day. Went, and went four over on Sunday. To oh, then yeah. he T3. I was this close to shooting him a message and be like, hey, dude, good luck. We're watching. Go get it done. We, yeah. we believe in you. And then I didn't. Yeah. And I wish I did because I mm-hmm. think that's what he needed. I know. Um, I was, I was, I wish he would have won that. Me too. Dude. So, I was, sorry, go ahead. Good, good guy. Like you, yeah, you meet these dudes and, and uh, I guarantee you Matt wouldn't have commented that if he had met you before, um, but you meet these dudes and then they don't, they don't just become random person on the course you see or random person on TV. It's 
like, oh, this is a good ass guy. We have a very similar life. He yeah. grew up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He's loved the Gophers. Yeah. Wouldn't play. He shot 102 before. Yeah, he might have been eight or nine <laughs> yeah. years old, but he's shot 102. He remembers before. that feeling still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, so you you genuinely root for this person, yeah. not because you're a fan of their game necessarily, or not because they're really good at golf, but because you you met them and they're cool and you want them to do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And it will just watch him sneak up the leader. Like day one, I think he was tied fourth. Two at the end of two, he was tied one because he tied the course record. Yep. Yeah, he shot. A, he was like <laughs> what, like nine under or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Um. So he still yeah. finished. Tied four, right? Uh, T3. T3. Yeah, T3. So congrats, man. I mean, that's still a really impressive finish. A course record and a T3 in the championship of your first year professional golf. Like, he is fresh out of college. Yeah. Well, we're going to get him in Corn Ferry. But there's, again, like I told you guys in text message, we there's something about this podcast. We get guys to the Corn Ferry Mm -hmm. tour. If you come on the pod during PGA Tour Canada CRMC Championship, we get guys to the Corn Ferry Tour. Do I have a chance then? You weren't on the podcast at PGA Tour Canada. You were. Fuck. <laughs> you he were fun there for the first segment. Fuck. He, was he? Yeah, yeah, I made fun of him. I'm blaming uh, all my slow play on Trevor now. Oh, uh, yeah. I was thinking you were taking care of Jake with the bee sting. Uh, that was day <laughs> no, that was the no, next that was day. day after. Um, but. We shift focus from PGA Tour Canada. That season's over. We head over to pro golf. The last time Ryder Cup took place, Tyler. We were there. Wisconsin. We were there. Unbelievable time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're back in Rome, Italy. Next Thursday. Is it Thursday? It's a Thursday through Sunday type tournament, right? It's just yeah, it's a Jake, normal. Will you Google the format? Because the game's different every day. Yeah, the games change. And that's the funnest part because I think I might have said it last week, but the rise of Scotty Scheffler. Started when he beat John Rahm mm-hmm. after what fifteen or sixteen holes in yep. match play, the last day of the Ryder Cup. Yeah, and then he uh, shortly after that, I would say a month or two after that, he wins the Waste Management. Yep, and then he wins three out of the next four tournaments after that, and then yep. now Scotty Scheffler is a household name. Um, yeah, and I don't know who that guy could be. It could be Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas could literally. Mm-hmm. So there, re- there really isn't. Now that we've been in the game for a little bit, like I knew of Scotty Scheffler before the Ryder Cup last time. Yeah. But I didn't know Scotty Scheffler. And I don't think anybody really did because he hadn't had his right. rise yet. But I don't see a name on the list that fits that anymore. Well, I believe like, there's We a- know Ricky Fowler. We know JT. Like, like those two are like the weirdly enough, kind of the low man on the yeah. U.S. totem pole, even though they're they are known across all of golf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't see it. I don't see the opportunity really for a, a Scotty Scheffler rise on Team USA anyway. Well, Team Europe, there's a guy named Lud, uh, is his name Ludwig Aberg. Yep. Yep. I think so. Is that is that how you say yeah, it? I don't know. It's a with the little circle on top. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce that. Aberg. <laughs> um. So this is a guy who has never played. He's never played in a major before. What? He's like, I want to say he's 20 or 20. He's a rookie this year. He's really, he's a rookie this year. He's never stepped foot in a major tournament before Mm. on the PGA because it's rookie season. That's kind of cool. He was captain's pick. Really? So he's, they know something sweet. Yeah. He's, he's very good. So we have young guys like that who are going to be a, really really fun to watch at the same time i think the Ryder cup is obviously it's one of the it's the coolest tournament in all of golf yeah it's sick um you have the best from usa the best from europe and you don't have to worry about shitty broadcasts Mm -hmm. uh panning over to the 150th ranked golfer in the world <laughs> when when Brooks and John Rahm are battling it out for mm-hmm. one and two in the Masters, whatever. Um, we have the best golfers or the biggest names in golf on the TV at all times and for Ludwig. four days straight. And Ludwig. <laughs> Nobody knows about him yet, but they will. I guarantee it. So his, his story is going to go one of two ways. He is either going to go in with his inexperience, not realize the stage he's on, and not collapse under the pressure because it's like Colin Kaepernick getting to the Super Bowl. He didn't really realize he was too young to realize how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he performed pretty well, got there, right? He's either going to have that effect 
where he doesn't understand the stage he's on and it doesn't get to him because he's never really been there. Or the complete and polar opposite. He truly understands the stage he's on. He understands the opportunity he has in front of him and he doesn't have the experience to back it up and he collapses. Yeah, I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. it, you look at Sam Burns in the Masters this year. Yeah. Um, came in as an amateur, right? He was e- e- amateur exemption in the Masters. I, Trevor, no, I always look at you for not so. Burns. No. That's the that was the skinny. No, no, no. Did I say Sam Burns? Sam, I meant no. Sam Bennett. Yes, Sam Bennett. Yep. The Thank skinny you. dude from like Texas or yep. something, right? I'm yep. glad we got that cleared up. Yeah, that, like, that would have been on your fucking ass, dude. Uh, sorry, Sam Bennett. Believe he came in as yeah, an amateur sure. exemption. Yep. Um, and I mean, he was top 20 at the Masters, so I mm-hmm. could could have something going here. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious. I hope that Team USA absolutely mind fucks Ludwig and makes him look like he should be playing shooting 88s like our boy Matt. I will say, um, and then I hope you have a good career after that, yep. just not during the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Ludwig. Yeah, I mean, we're we we, we bleed the red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who has the best time at the Ryder Cup? I don't even think it's the golfers. The captains, dude. Okay, I, I can get on board with the captains, but I, I think it's the wives that have the uh, best time at the Ryder Cup. And the reason I say that is because they get to go to Rome. Mm-hmm. They get to walk behind, like yeah. 30, 40 yards behind their husband, their group, the entire time, mm-hmm. um, they get the best seats in the house. They don't have to. They don't have to fight to get a, a seat up next to the rope or anything like that. They're just they're on the course. So they don't get to do that every tournament. Well, I, see I remember a lot- going to the the Ryder Cup. Weirdly enough, was the first professional tournament I ever got to go to, and so I just thought the wives got to go to everything. Um. I think they get to, but I don't think most do, considering it's like every single week they're going somewhere. Uh, yeah. But where it's like they're already there now. So you get a whole week to go walk around out there. And now they go next week, they're going to go play. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of like, like, uh, let's waste management or what, tournaments like that. Like mm-hmm. those are every single year. Yep. They know their husband, they know JT, they call them, or they know they're all going to be there. Right. So, like exactly what you said, Trevor. They don't know if they're gonna be on the team next year, so it's like right. they have to go. Exactly. The Ryder mm-hmm. Cup is like once every two yep. years. Two years, yeah. Fuck, I hope that's right. It is. We um, we broke it down. <laughs> it'll be in Minnesota. Four years. It'll yeah. be in Minnesota twenty thirty two. Yeah, which is gonna be sweet. Um but yeah, the the wives they they get to go Fuck. hang out for I don't know, a week on end. They get to mm-hmm. walk the course. Um they got nothing to worry about. Because yep. if let's say like let's say JT's having a bad day, well you got Scotty Scheffler and you got Colin Murakawa and you got Brian Harmon to pick up the slack right there. Mm-hmm. So team golf and match play golf, best golf on planet Earth. Yeah, yep. without a doubt. The last, the the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits, which I don't know if the wives had as much fun just walking around rural Wisconsin as they will roam. Yes, correct. Um, a little different. But it was a fucking blast. Like, and it went the perfect way. Like, you either want a super tight one that's going to be close and it's fun and down to the wire, or you want a bunch of young ass Americans to completely blow out the Europeans, which happened while we were there. Yeah. And uh, yep. I'm hoping we can, we can, we have an away game now and uh, we're in Rome. We're right in the heart. And I hope we do it again. I hope it's not close at all. I hope we just fucking wipe the Coliseum with these guys. We should, uh, we should take like, we should take like half a Friday off and go to go somewhere. We should go to a bar. I I would agree with that. If we didn't have this simulator, I was going to say we should watch it in here. Oh yeah, on the sim, throw on the sim, Mm -hmm. okay? Because we could pop open three different windows and have it following three different groups. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in for it. I'm ready for the matchups. Yep. Yeah. Did you that Google them, Jake? Um, yeah, I couldn't really figure out. I found a schedule of what just when people play, but I couldn't find like actual head-to-head matchups. Like, no, oh, no, 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 I don't think they announced the matchups yet. No. Um, if it's not this week, which I thought it was, Do you and have that? so ugh, everyone come at me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't fucking know. Also, oh. it's okay. They're in Hazelton in twenty twenty nine, not even twenty thirty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I knew that it was. <laughs> it's three Ryder yeah. Cups from now. Because after this, it's Beth Page, and then after that, it's back in Europe somewhere, and then after that, 
It's in Hazeltine. Yeah, so Tuesday to Thursday, it's all practice, essentially, with an all-star game on the 27th. There's an all-star match. But what's uh, the formats each day? Wait, so the rules... four-ball match is what they say. Four-ball match on, on, on Thursday? Thursday? On thir- on uh, four-ball match on Friday, Saturday. Singles on Sunday. And then Thursday is just uh, team practice with the junior rider. So it's only three days? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, so Sunday is always 1v1. And I believe... um, I'm trying to think of how those matchups are picked. Because somebody... The coaches do it, right? It's like... Okay. So it's the same way, like, you would have to... The way they do it in wrestling is like you have to show your one team has to show a wrestler first at each weight weight class. Yep. I'm pretty sure. And again, I'm not saying I'm right. I think the coaches kind of hold flip a coin. They're like, all right, well, I'm going to say who who I'm putting out. And so and so will say I'm putting out Ludwig. And then if it's Team USA's turn, they're like, all right, well, we're going to put JT on him. And then the U- Team USA will go next and say, we're putting out Morikawa. They're like, okay, we're going to put Hovland on him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how Scotty and John Rahm got got uh, paired up with each other. John Rahm was number one in the world. So I'm assuming Team USA was like, all right, we have Scotty Scheffler. And they're like, okay, well, we need a win bad. So we'll put John Rahm against mm-hmm. him. Waxed. The floor was I hope they go clean. again. I do too. But I don't think they will. Well, they're one, oh, they're one and two. I know. They're one and two. I or Hovland, think- low-key. Hovland versus Sheffler right now. I do like him. Hovland's on a tear. Yeah. He's balling. And he's yeah. funny. I just mm-hmm. like the guy. Yeah. He's been smoking that good, good. That, that was my very first pick. <laughs> and when we were trying to get really into professional golf and we had absolutely no business being in professional golf, it was like episode three. We made our picks for a random fucking tournament that no one cared about. And I picked Victor Hovland to win. And I've been following his career ever since. So 151 episodes later. Yeah, I do. He's still under 30 years old. Yep. I just picked him because I remember saying in the podcast, I'm picking this guy just because his name sounds like he's a Viking. I'm going Victor Hovland. And then you're like, all right, good pick. I don't know him. And then we kept going. Yep. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We need to uh, decompress a little bit. We'll be right back. (laughs) You do. Yeah. I'm I'm good now. <laughs> I'm good now. I I I, I do want to say for the people who the diehards the the what what did you call them earlier? Snobs. Uh, the DBS the family. Yeah, the DBS family. We love you guys. Love you. We know you have our back. The podcast we, isn't over though. No, we'll be right back with a break. After the break, not with a break. We're gonna take a break and then we'll be at we'll be here after after it. I think they got it. Yeah. All right, we're starting off segment two. We're doing a fictional Ryder Cup team snake draft. Whenever we do these fictional drafts, you guys all, you I mean, you guys always know who I'm taking number one, Ew. but I don't necessarily have number one pick, so. Yeah, and my my pick will be conditional on if you have a pick before me or not. Ooh, I got a couple on, honorable menchies. Um, Jake, how are we going to pick the order here? Well, I just threw four, all four of our names in a... Or draft order randomizer. Yeah, and we know we're not all going to draft a full-ass Ryder team, Cup team, so we're just going to stick it with three players. Yeah, yeah. Well, our, our, our our ideal fictional foursome for a Ryder Cup team. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. us, as well as three picks, yep. each one of us, we're going to go around the room. Jake's got the draft order. Give it to me. Ladies and gentlemen, with the first overall picked in the 2023 fictional Ryder Cup double bogey show draft. <laughs> me. As Tyler. Oh, beautiful. I'm not going to take him from you, Ryan, because there's a golfer out there that has proven he is much better than all the rest. The man doesn't miss. You can blind him literally, and he Fuck. will not miss. My Fuck. number one overall pick is Ty Webb from Fuck. Caddyshack. I can res- yeah, I can respect it. He is a little bit of a sexual deviant, but if we know anything about athletes... The world is willing to ignore that if they're good at their sport. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, Ty Webb, welcome to the squad. You don't have to wear a blindfold mm-hmm. against the rest of these goons. Mm-hmm. I can accept that as a number one pick. I mean, he, I, is, I, he is the best golfer in any fictional golf. Yep. 
But here's the thing. You also have to understand, like, how does he fit in with the team aspect of things? He's great. He brought Danny Noonan right under his wing. Okay. And brought Danny Noonan to a club caddy championship. I was going to say, probably because he knew Danny Noonan could get him some younger girls than he was Well, to. they're also <laughs> Eskimo bros. <laughs> Yikes. So, I mean, for Ty Webb to contribute to this team, you al- you almost have to have Danny Noonan as well. No, no, no. He was a stud before Danny came around. Oh, oh. All right, Jake. Who you got? Number, who you got for number two, ladies and gentlemen? Can you just second it, over up. Okay. <laughs> can, can you just? You just want to give us the entire? Sure, I'll give you the rest of them. Now the first overall is out of the way. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, the rest of the draft order goes: Ryan, Trevor, me. Back to back picks for you though, Jake. That's yep. good. Snake draft too. Kind of like that. So I have the number two pick. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Gilmore happy. <laughs> well, think about not having the first pick. It's a lot of pressure. You got to rise above it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got to harness the good energy. You got to block out the bad. That's a quote from Gary Potter from Happy Gilmore, if you guys are wondering. Oh, okay, uh, but yes, because... I have because I mean Tyler. Why would you not take him number because one? Because Ty Webb is significantly better than Happy Gilmore. If we're scrambling, <laughs> if this is a scramble team, you obviously have to have the long ball. I want to be putting on stroke number two, on par fours. Therefore, Happy Gilmore is my number one pick. Ty Webb was on a practice green, just randomly swinging the club with one hand, and every ball was going in, not just close, in the hole. That's why you take Ty Webb one overall. He's that is the, pretty good. That he's is the pretty. King. Caleb Williams of fictional golfers. <laughs> yep. Also, Happy Gilmore has a sixty-three percent Rotten Tomato score. That's a sixty fucked what? fan rating or critic rating. Uh, I guess I didn't look. Yeah, that's critic look. rating makes sense. We had a bunch of mats in the comments talking about Happy breaks all the rules. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got Happy Gilmore my number one pick. Yeah. Good camaraderie guy. Glue team glue. Also, yeah, audience score is 85, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, tomato meter is 62, though. So. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, that does. Ryan with Happy Gilmore. Tomato meaty. Well, since... <laughs> Who's got the next pick? I do. Tyler took my pick. I really want to tie, but I will go the other route. You go Danny Noonan. No, 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 Danny Noonan is good, but he's green. We got a little bit of a, uh, what the fuck's Ludwig situation on our hands. Yep. One tournament under his belt, and he needed a gopher to help win, but he did play excellent mm-hmm. until that final putt. But yeah, Bill Murray like and a gopher and some dynamite <laughs> did get him the W. He'll be there. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Try I me, mean, Trevor. You're good as long as I don't pick Bill Murray or the gopher. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Okay. Which okay. Are, okay. Those okay. two are on my board. Know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Trevor, before we move on. Mm hmm. Have you ever seen Caddyshack? I watched it once. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I had to make sure you weren't just watching some quick YouTube shorts about Danny Noonan before you picked him. I watched it one time, like a couple years ago. Okay. A couple years being 10. No, it was like... I watched it once, meaning had it on FX in the background while you were fucking probably, I don't know, playing mini tyke soup in your basement i watched it like two years ago okay okay so so far we only have two movies off the board and three picks yeah interesting jake mix it up for us yeah guys i'm actually i'm not going with a movie for the first pick here i like it Um, i like it i'm going with a video game oh okay wow Guys, my first round pick is Yoshi from Mario Golf on the yeah, Nintendo okay. 64. That's a key. He's got a great power up. Yeah. The stupid egg ball that you can turn your opponent's ball into an egg. Also, egg. not to mention in the story mode, he's literally programmed in the game to that. If you get one stroke up on him for the first 15 holes that he will just eagle or birdie until he's one stroke until he's tied with you. So no matter what, mm. during that whole game, Yoshi will just be tied with however well you do through the first 15 holes. Well, if we know anything about dinosaurs, they have ice in their veins because they were all killed in the Ice Age. That's, so Yeah, that's actually a great pick. I didn't even I didn't even think of Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. Also, why are more people not playing Mario Golf? We played it pretty religiously for a hot minute here. 
Uh, we had, really? There was a stream of it for a while. Yeah, you guys. I was on guys it on the sixty-four. On yeah, on the on the Switch oh. and on the sixty-four. You guys streamed it a few times yep. too. You guys remember when we played uh, PGA Two K twenty-three on the Sim screen? Yeah, it was great. We played it one time, and it was the funnest time we've had here in a long time. Yeah, we were gonna yeah. do a video to see if I could beat you as a video game character. Yeah. Yeah, we then, can still do that. Yeah, we still got installed. Long winter. Yeah, computer. We haven't played it on the sim screen since. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, Jake Snake Draft, great. you're up again. Yeah, go. Great pick, guys. Again, I'm going. As you know me, I'm gonna stay in my lane. I'm gonna stay with the things that I know about, which is video games. I gotta go, Michael Jordan from NBA 2K20 or uh, from uh, PGA 2K23. So I had Michael Jordan from Looney Tunes on my board, but I, I think that this probably takes him off. I think it probably it's the does. same person. Yeah, um, it does. It definitely does. That is a good pick, though. Michael Jordan. Um, he does have the assistance of Bugs Bunny under the green with a magnet. Mm-hmm. So that that is that is a little bit tricky for the rest of us right now. Jake has a le- legitimate coded cheat code. And the Looney Tunes behind him. So I mean, could I just t- could I just take Tiger Woods from PGA 2004? Yeah, but arguably, Yoshi's better. Arguably, is yeah, Yoshi is arguably better than Tiger Woods. He's so hard to beat. You could Tiger take him. No, I, I I could take him in the draft though. You could. I'm not going to though. I, I that's, yeah, it's not fun. No. Yeah. Okay. But MJ for my yeah, there you go. That's my first pick of the second round. Solid MJ. pick, Jacob. Yep. Thank you very much. Uh, now we snake draft Trevor. back to Trevor. Um, I was thinking about going with Shooter here, but I'm going with Chubbs. Just he's got one hand pre one hand Chubbs. Yeah. Oh, I don't. We've never you seen. Don't, yeah, him you don't know in, yeah, in you any don't. sort of media wow. with both hands. I'm still taking Chubbs. And he was killed. He fell out of him. It was before he died. Yeah, okay. You can have Chubbs in his one hand. That's all I need. He'll find his happy place and he'll be fine. Even if you take Chubbs with two hands, I'm t- I'll, I'll, then I'll take the Gator. And <laughs> <laughs> How's that Gator going to score? It doesn't matter. Chubbs can't score with one hand. So uh, he can putt, though. Again, if this is a scramble team, Chubbs can putt with one hand. Uh, because, as most of you know, it's all on the hips. Mm-hmm. Final answer? Final you sticking with Chubbs? Yeah. All right. The clock hasn't expired. All right. One-handed Chubbs and Danny Noonan. Okay. Hell yeah. For Trevor. Uh, with my second pick. Uh, oh. Wait, it's me, Tyler. It's you right. It is. Fuck. I'm glad I didn't say it so you didn't steal my guy. Thanks for stopping me, everyone. Um, I'm going to go more so in the psychological aspect of things. And uh, yeah, more of the mental side of the game. Uh, I'm going to go with Beggar Vance. You son of a bitch. I was going to go supernatural because Beggar Vance is a ghost. That was going to be my second one. Supernatural, psychological, mental side of the game. We'll go Beggar Vance. Um, and nobody wants whatever his name is, Rufus Rudolph Louvel, yeah, whatever Matt, Damon. Matt Damon's character is. <laughs> um, I think I think BV could do some nasty things. No, I'm with course. you. That's a great pick. That was my next pick. Especially, I mean, you look at you look at uh, Happy Gilmore when he absolutely flies off the rails. And everyone knows that Happy Gilmore plays better after someone significant to him dies and Beggar Vance is already dead. Correct. So he's going to play good the entire time because we've already had a death. Actually, we don't know if he's... It's never confirmed nor denied if he's a ghost or not, but he's a ghost. He's got to be a ghost. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be a solid, solid pick. I don't know what he would do well um, across the four people on our team, but even if it's only three people that are good at golf and then you got Beggar just, um, I don't know, whispering in your ear, calming you down a little bit, bringing you back to normal and mm-hmm. grounding you, mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that matters big time. Me? Tyler? All right. You all have Jake to blame for this. Jake inspired this second pick of mine with the my second pick in the draft. I am taking Matt from Wii Sports. Fuck. The man oh. is an animal at everything. Oh, Matt from Wii Sports? Yeah, Matt from Wii Sports is the best me character in every single one of the Wii Sports games, including Wii Golf. Yeah, he's the final boss, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that's such a good pick, Tyler. Thank you. We should we should be playing a Wii Golf in here. We should. Mm-hmm. Anyone got a Wii still? I, I do. do. It's at my house. I do. Fuck yeah, bring it in. <laughs> yeah, hundred. Yeah. I mean, I got 
I got have a Wii. I have Wii Sports. We have Wii Golf, and we can play Wii Golf in the simulator. Hell yeah! That would be sick. We would just need to set the the sensor or the uh, yeah. little sensor bar. I don't know where yeah. we'd put it. We'll but just, we'll we'll just have to put like a the... little tiny um, like shelf. Yep. Right up in, in front of the okay. sim. We've got a broken shaft. We just tape the Wii remote mm -hmm. to the end of a broken shaft. <laughs> and actually swing it like a... Don't, yeah. don't you have to like let no, go of the sorry. trigger, though? I'm talking oh, yeah. about the, like the sensor bar. No, I know. I'm That's just it. adding on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we do that, too. Yeah, let's do okay, it. Okay, I'll bring it in. And bring then it. we'll all try to team together to beat Matt. Okay. Bet. Trev. Yeah. No. Oh. Snake draft. Tyler again. Hell yeah, yeah it dude. is. I, I fucking Jesus. came up with this shit and I can't figure out the order. Oh shit, I needed more time to think of my pick. All right. I'll go. No, you can't. You can't <laughs> jump. Trade your pick. Trade. I'm not the, the 2004 Mike Tice Minnesota Vikings. I will not let this clock expire. Oh my. All right. With my third and final pick, I am taking the most arrogant golfer in all of golf media. I am taking Roy. McAvoy, I forget his name. Tin Cup. Yeah, Roy yep. McAvoy. Roy McAvoy, Tin Cup, seven iron in hand. And anytime he tries to fuck up, Matt will be there to save the day. So I've got Ty Webb, Matt from Wii Sports, and Tin Cup. I think that's a pretty good team. Mm -hmm. Two of my picks taken off the board, unfortunately, Bagger Vance and Michael Jordan. But Ty I'm still happy with the results. Ty Webb. Matt from Matt Wii Sports. Matt from Wii Sports. And Tin Cup. And tin Cup. Roy McAvoy. <sighs> okay. I, I, I can respect that team. Thank you. Um, I didn't even go the video game route. I Like, my mind, I don't mm -hmm. play video games. I mean, all the good ones are gone. No, I know. I know. And I'm not going video game for the for the last one either. Um, son of a bitch. Oh God! Clock's why? You gotta, why? Why would I take this? Why? Like, there's a reason I would take this person. Is the reason good enough? Okay. Okay, <laughs> I'll do it. Since this is Ryder Cup themed, I'll do it. Um, my last pick of the fi fictional Ryder Cup draft is Bob Barker. Mm. <laughs> And the reason I picked Bob Barker. <laughs> you have two ghosts on your team. <laughs> oh, the reason Tyler. I, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. The reason I take Bob Barker is he held the team on his back during the Pro-Am at the Waterbury. Is the Waterbury open? Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it was that tournament that he no. played in the Pro-Am at, but in, a, in the Pro-Am. Um, and to me... It's a it's a it's a Brooks and Bryson situation going into Ryder Cup before Whistling Straits. There's obviously some beef there, um, but things things were settled. Things are good. Both played well. Both made up at the end. I think it's the exact same scenario here with Happy Bob Barker and especially with Beggar Vance kind of playing mediator in the middle. Yep. I think we can do some dangerous, dangerous things. I mean, Beggar Vance is the giant question mark. Can he keep these two? Because Bryson and Brooks never beat the shit out of each other on the course. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. They need to. These two yes. did. And Bob Barker is also the am part of the pro-am. Mm -hmm. So there, my question mark is, can, can Beggar Vance bring out the best in Bob? And can he also keep those two? From physically beating each other, on they've the already course. beat each other. They've already beat each other up, though. I yeah. think it only it only takes once before you can stand up and shake hands, and then everything's good from there on out. Happy uh, beat up a lot of people, mm -hmm. and now they're all good. He'd never, yeah. if you think about it, Happy Gilmore never beat up the same person more than once. What if Happy killed them? <laughs> what if he could only beat them up once because they all died? Bob Barker's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Bob Barker went on to host The Price is Right for how many years after? Yeah, but the Price is Wrong. <laughs> the Price is Wrong, Bobby. <laughs> that's the TV version. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got. And all right. you, you all might be the, again. No, I like it. It's a gamble. Mm -hmm. it's a, I it's mean, a that's what the draft gamble. is. The draft is a gamble. You, ne 
Even Caleb Williams, he's supposed to be the best quarterback prospect ever take, taken in the draft since Andrew Luck. Still a gamble. Mm-hmm. Big time gamble. And if you look at like fantasy football, like draft projections, they're never right. Nope. Nope. True. Even the guy, I, the last two years, I've finished like almost dead last in, in draft projections. And I've finished second the last two years. Uh, you're yeah. looking for a boom or a bust from uh, Bobby B this year. That's right. Five wide receivers were taken before Justin Jefferson in 2020. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Trev. Trevor. All right. Um, I know I kind of hit it on it earlier, but I think now that I have Chubbs, this pick kind of makes sense because hopefully Chubbs can mentor this guy. He's going somebody like he that did. Would, doesn't have a left hand, so together they have <laughs> two hands total. No. Yeah, Captain I'm going to take Shooter McGavin, which I know is kind of dicey because Ryder mm. Cup, it's going to be a little like out of pocket, like kind of like the Waterbury Open where he fumbled and you know lost it. But Chubbs can hopefully get his mind right, get him in his happy place, and he can help my team. I'm going to be honest, Trevor. I, right now I have you ranked last. Good. I have you ranked last with... With 17-year-old Danny Noonan, one-handed chubs, okay. and documented head case, <laughs> Shooter McGavin. Yeah, Shooter's never really won when it counted. He's never like he's won, won when he's it counted. Won he's won tournaments. Yeah, he's won tournaments, but... And Chubbs is going to be there to mentor him like he did Happy. I don't know if Chubbs can handle him. Yeah. yeah and... I think Shooter Happy McGavin was- facetiously... Dedicated a performance in a tournament in which he tried to steal the gold jacket to Chubbs. He dedicated that tournament to him just yeah. to piss off Happy. Yeah, Schumer Gavin would not take advice from Chubbs because he confirmed thinks he's better than Chubbs. Mm-hmm. It's fine. All right, I th- I've got you bottom the tier fire, here, Trevor. The fire will be lit in our team. Okay. Yikes. Well, guys, with my last pick, uh, I'm going to go um, Tom from Tom and Jerry in the golf episode. Uh <laughs> Strictly because Ryan brought physicality into this, and Tom can take a fucking lick, um, you know. So yeah, Tom, you're, the, you're is Tom s- the cat or the, the cat. Tom yeah. cat? Tom yeah. cat. Duh. Yep. Um, there's also it's a couple it's spots in the episode where he's beating the crap out of Jerry with a golf club, and also getting the shit beaten out of him himself. So I don't know. That's that's gonna be my pick. See, I was with it until you explained your reasoning. I just I don't see a scenario where. Tomcat in this Ryder Cup scenario is is it going to be beneficial for him to be able to get that shit kicked out of him? No, no, no. He's kicking the shit out of other people. I don't know. Ryan brought up Bob Barker's fighting capabilities, and I might have to go. Yeah, but Tom that had nothing to Bob. do with why I drafted him. I, 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 I'm more. I, didn't, I never brought his his fight capabilities up. No, I brought up that your their his teammates yeah. are going to fight each yeah. other. Yeah, and oh. they've already done that. So that I mean that's over and done. There's no physicality needed on my team. I just, I just don't see an, a necessity for a cat that can fight. Well, he's also electric <laughs> out of the sand, too. So I'll tell you That's that. Uh-huh, yeah. But he does enjoy being in there. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. Uh, I know that came off as a cat joke, but literally in the episode, he like is flopping shots out Why of the sand. Why do you remember the Tom and Jerry golf episode so well? Because it was like my favorite as a kid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I he just, looked it up. Yeah. yeah he Googled it. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest miss, this was, uh, he was on my board, is the caddy from Greatest Game Ever Played, the little kid that caddied for Francis we met. Mm. He's the single reason that Francis won the U.S. Open. Um, so I wish I would have had him on my team. Yeah, you almost yeah. Uh, during the pro am, we saw what a good caddy can do for you. Mm-hmm. He can help you make putts, a yeah. lot of putts. And you talk about glue on a team. That kid was skipping school yeah. to caddy in the U.S. Open, which you could say Francis we met isn't a fictional character because it's a real story. That kid caddy was made up. So was he? he? Was fictional? Really. Sorry, I just yawned or something weird. <laughs> <laughs> was he actually though? I believe so. I mean, we get shit wrong <laughs> all the time. Jesus. But I'm, I just, I'm like ninety percent sure we read that in the IMDb movie facts when we when we did the Probably. recap episode. Somebody will throw in the comments. Don't worry, we'll get it. Wait, 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 wait. Do we want to strike? I mean, Bob Barker and Michael Jordan are not fictional. They're real people. They are, yeah, but they're fictional in like... Bob Parker was playing himself in these credits. It's listed as Bob Barker as himself. However, MJ did never play on the PGA Tour, so that is fictional. He, but he, Michael Jordan is a real person. I know, but 
he's the final boss on the PGA Tour in that game. So he's that's technically fish. Uh, Is it Michael fishing. Jordan as himself? No, it's Put Michael Jordan as the there, basketball. We'll yeah, I think yeah, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. The real people. <laughs> We'll let the fans I think decide. I, I, we'll we'll I, throw it up on Spotify. Let let them decide. I think it'll be a, the poll, Jake. Sure. Whose team wins, and are their teams legal? Yeah, we'll do the question. Will be what team do you think wins, and why? And the poll will be: Should we strike Bob Barker and Michael Jordan? Well, I think um, anybody in a fictional movie is considered a fictional character, unless they play themselves. But I, I wouldn't really Bob even say Barker, Bob's playing himself, though. Actually, okay. probably at the beginning of Happy Gilmore, when they say uh, all the people in the story are, and the likenesses are purely fictional, any such thing is just a coincidence. So I think you're good, Ryan. I don't yeah. think it says that at the beginning of the movie. I'm, it says we'll it in it. movies. Nah, not yeah. that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Look it up. One man down. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm willing to let it slide until the fans decide, but... That was a great rhyme by me. Uh, bars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, those guys are definitely real people. Okay. Uh, quickly, let's go around the room. Let's uh, recap the teams. All right. Wrap it up. Yeah. Ryan, starting with you, we have Happy Gilmore, Bagger Vance, and Bob Barker. Tyler. Oh, phenomenal team. Uh, Ty Webb, Matt from Wii Sports, and Roy McAvoy. Uh, Trev, you have Danny Noonan, Chubbs, and Shooter McGavin. And I have Yoshi from Mario Golf, MJ from PGA 2K23, and Tom from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. I respect <laughs> Your first pick was great, Jake. I think after that, it really fell off. Yeah, yeah. You, you went great first pick, illegal second pick. No, ridiculous. Unconfirmed illegal <laughs> ridiculous cat Unconfirmed pick. illegal pick and also Mr. Irrelevant of the draft. So what am I supposed to do, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. That's but true. I mean, you did have a lot of people in actual golf movies you could have taken. A lot? Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. You still, actual, yeah. you still had Matt Damon from Bagger Vance. You still had the guy that beats Roy McIlvoy in Tin Cup. I know, but I couldn't you ever name those Fran people by first name. You still have Francis we met from Greatest Game Ever Played, but again, not fictional, so maybe you would have had two illegal players. You have Gary Potter from uh, uh -huh. Happy Gilmore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have, wouldn't, have, wouldn't have been able to give you a first and last, last name on him. So, yeah. Damn. Um, you have Rodney Dangerfield's character from Caddyshack. Caddyshack. I almost took... That one random old dude that shoots the course record in the middle of the storm from Caddyshack. He was on my board as sure. well. Mm -hmm. Yep. You had a lot of guys you could have taken over. Tom from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> hey. Let me draft how I want No, I'm, I'm saying it's, really it's a gamble. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Okay. Uh, Tyler, that's all she wrote. Mm -hmm. Wrap us up. I have liquid in my mouth. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is uh, episode 150 something I don't fucking know anymore guys we've been doing this for so long uh, but thanks for riding with us Matt from the comments eat shit <laughs> uh, we'll see you in the next episode love you love you love you they fight that the wrong way I'll call the clubhouse we'll book another 18 for tomorrow okay, they cheated on that they fucked their balls yeah no better time for the breakfast ball than now <laughs>